Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, so we're recording, and we was very much planning uh, today, which is the, uh, the 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 12th of March, to record episode four of season two, which, as you, I'm sure, are aware, season two's not actually come out yet. But in the light of what has dominated the news, and, and rightfully so, it should be uh, spoken about, um, Charlie and Nina contacted me this morning and said, we don't really feel like telling funny stories uh today we'd rather kind of add our voice to the you know the other voices to to bring attention to this and to and to discuss it uh and so you know i replied and thought it was a a a really really um good and brave thing to do um and so yeah if you're here expecting um more, more you know what you got from series one and what's to be expected from series two then maybe this maybe this episode isn't for you but i would at that point also say i think this could be uh possibly you know one of the most important episodes we're ever going to do so um i'd suggest that you you listen uh and and yeah and hear what hear what the girls have got to say um yeah it's uh it's a it's a weird one right girls it's it's um you know, as I was just saying that there, I just was so mindful to kind of treat that intro with respect and not not get it wrong. Um, and and yeah, so I just I just wonder, like, you know, where where you want to sort of start this 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 episode today, really. Um, well, first of all, thanks for being mindful, and it is important to be mindful, but for people like you, Stu, you, you can relax a little bit because you're not one of them people, so thank you for actively being respectful, but you already are respectful anyway, and we do yeah. really appreciate that. And your support on the subject, because um, a lot of people are saying, you know, I can't be in support of it because I can't relate to those people that are doing, you know, you know, actively being violent towards women. They are sort of being silent because it doesn't apply to them. Uh, and and I think that's that's not really the point, is it? It's you know the the whole thing of it's it's not all men isn't necessarily what you want to be saying right now. It's you know all men should be you know speaking at and speaking in support and and bringing awareness to this yeah definitely like not all men is really 
one of the most offensive things that you, you can say. And if you are one of those men that aren't all men, then you don't need to say it. You just need to just act like a normal human being that is respectful to other humans. That's all it is. We're just humans, aren't we? We're not women and men. We're all the same. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. And I mean, as 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 women, have you have you sort of experience? Do you experience this quite regular? You know, even things that that may not be. And, I'm, and I don't mean to make this sound disposable in any way, shape, or form. But do you experience kind of what? And, I, and I'm probably going to phrase this wrong with like casual by using the term casual. But do you do you experience sort of things that may not necessarily be headline grabbing or I don't know how to get this right. Um, you know, have you experienced you know whether it's just messages on Instagram, messages on where do you have you sort of found yourselves you know or even just walking down the street have you found yourselves feeling uncomfortable, threatened, or you know have you experienced um, you know anything other than that as well I mean can you sort of explain like you know your experience of uh, as that as women sure like I mean every time that women and myself and Charlie leave the house you're subject to um like you say casual objectification and it's something that is always like brushed off as like oh you should be flattered that three men in a van are shouting get your tits out or you're fit or you know or it can literally be anything but that's three men in a van that are potential threats to you and they don't think that they're threats because they're going at like 30 miles an hour and it's just a throwaway comment but they don't think they they don't for one minute think that there are any sort of implications or or lasting repercussions of that one action. And I think that's it's, it's like such a small seed, but it's such a dangerous thing. Um and I think that's where people aren't being able to grasp, you know, that sexual harassment is like a very real and prevalent thing. Because they think it's such a throwaway comment. It's so it's so strange as well that as as a father of you know a fifteen year old and an eighteen year old, um, my my go to you know like as as any concerned parent of of any boy or girl, you know you 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 fear for their safety, um, but at a very young age, I was like right, I'm gonna ensure that my kids. And I took my kids to my boxing club to teach them how to box because I wanted them to be able to look after themselves. And in hindsight, you look at that and you just think, why Why would why would I have to feel that I have to teach my daughters how to fight just to live their life? Why is the emphasis not on educating men that it's not right to do that? Why am I adding something else to their you know, to, to to my daughter's mindsets and 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 days that they now have to know how to to be able to, for want of a better defend themselves. Yeah, because it because it's a a whole society thing. So you 
if you try and actively change it for yourself and your daughters and don't do that, then you're you're essentially sending them out into the world that is set up to be a not very nice place for women without those things in place. But this whole, what you were saying about educating um, boys instead of educating girls, it needs to be happening across the whole society. You can't do it as an individual. You just can't because, like I said, you're sending them out to the lion's den if you didn't do that, if you didn't set them up and prepare them. I just, yeah. So things... Go on, Johnny. So things need to change on a more of a global scale um, before we start individually um, teaching our children what should and shouldn't happen. Um, Yeah. And I think boys do need to be educated in schools. There's a lot of really good material out there um, to make it quite easy for schools to, to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's something that just should be being done and it's not a difficult thing to do. It's all there. It's all there ready. Like all the literature is there. It's, just tell her. But it's not It's not being taught. Like I know from my own um, like sex education in school that I didn't know that you had to give consent to someone and that to me is such a... Sorry. I didn't know that you could say no because people weren't listening to me say no. And had had it been brought up, then maybe more young women could say no and not feel like, you know, well, this is just part of being a girl and part of growing up and... Um, sex is a fact you have to deal with but it's not something you have any control over um, and it's not once did they ever speak about consent or you know that it was just consensual because you were both entering into it whether it was with like with or without you do you know what I mean it's, it's something that it's so strange that so many fundamentals fundamental life skills and you know ways that that you should conduct yourself certainly not any curriculum anywhere and I just find that ridiculous like it's so ridiculous it's so basic as well like with boys all you have to do is tell them that no means no and like the only thing that means yes is yes. So if a girl is saying to you, oh, I'm not sure, or I've got a headache, that's no. Everything else that isn't yes is no. And that's it. And why are you wanting to have sex with somebody that doesn't want to have sex with you? Why are you pursuing it? Because I've been pursued loads of times. I've said no so many times and then been asked again and again and again and again. And it's like, no, 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 no. And it's, it wears you down and it gets to the point where you yeah. just do, just give up with it. You do. And yeah, that's out of politeness. That, yeah. And just out of just pure being like beaten down, basically. That's how it's been. That, 
that is how the experience of when I was younger it has been and now um, it's still scary situation to be in when you're in that situation um, and obviously it's a matter of survival sometimes so you can't scream in the guy's face and be like no but I have done yeah. that before I have I have screamed in someone's face for asking me three times in a row um, uh, and they recoiled yeah. in horror like I had some sort of problem with them it's just it's just amazing it's just yeah. it amazes me that this is the mentality um of pretty much almost every interaction that I've ever had with a man that's that's so sad to hear that Charlie that really is like I I, I, I don't understand how people can find themselves in a situation and somebody says no and then they just think well I'll ask again like I, I find yeah. that just just heartbreaking that 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 the people are put in that situation where they almost feel like they have to find another excuse or another reason to say no or you know uh, what why are you even searching your mind for any kind of reasoning you don't have to have a reason yeah. you can just say no thanks no. Nope. We don't, but we need we need a reason because, like I said, it's a matter of survival in some situations where you don't know what. Yeah. Like a man's ego can be so fragile that you don't know what saying no, what reaction that you're going to get from a man. Yeah, the so very real repercussions like... are um, sexual violence anyway. So you can say no and push your point forward and think that no is going to be enough to stop you being raped or attempted to be raped. But when it boils down to it, it, it doesn't stop it. It can actually perpetuate it. And it's it's a weird situation to be in. And you have to, as women, diffuse a situation so you're not harmed to probably the full extent. I'm kind of just lost for words. I really am. Like I, I didn't know what to, what what to say. You know, as 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 a man on on this episode, because you just feel you just feel responsible. You know, to 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 say and do something to ensure irrelevant of you know irrelevant of the fact that whether I've got you know wife, daughter, you know, mother, aunts, you know, cousin, none of that, you know, matters. I just think a very, the very fundamentals of it, it's like, yeah, guys should be definitely taking stock of what's, what's being presented to them at the moment. And the fact that there is, you know, mainstream news media and social media is, is bringing these things to the forefront. Um, I do think these are the this this is the right time for 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 everybody just to kind of check assess you know and just think right hang on a minute have I ever done that have, you know what's what where what would I do in that situation and and just kind of address it and 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details you know and and and, yeah. and and talk to people about it as well yeah and take responsibility for the fact that maybe you haven't been able to do that in the past where you could have stood up for someone or called your friends out on uh, being derogatory um but you can change and that's okay like if you didn't know you didn't know but now you know please change yeah it's fine whatever's happened in in the past but moving forward it's okay to be different and now to act different and to call to call on it. Yeah, and um, holding friends accountable for their actions as well is not easy for anyone. Um, but it is the bare minimum that you can do if you hear or know of that sort of behaviour towards women is going on within your friendship groups. Yeah, it's all you need to do. It's all you need to do. If 10% of men stood up to their friends, and I know it's hard to stand up to men because as a woman, I've been in the situations where I've had to stand up to men loads of times and it's really, really hard. So I don't deny that it's any harder for men, but you need to find that courage from somewhere and stand up to them because it's only going to take a few of you to spark the movement. And we do need men to do that for us. And I don't think... You've even got to say too much. I think for anybody that's, you know, ever behaved in any element of, of, the, of the, 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 the behaviours that we've spoke about today, I don't think it's going to take much from a friend to trigger something in their head to make them think about what they've done, what they're doing, what they might do. I, I think that it doesn't take a lot to spark them thoughts and for them to start to, to realise that what, you know, how they are as a human being isn't what you should be as a human being. Yeah, starting the conversation is part of the battle because although this is something that is always prevalent with women and every woman I know um, has has experienced um, some form of sexual violence or sexual harassment, um, and so... Just starting that conversation is a step in the right direction and it gives people a platform to then say, 
you know, we know it's not cool, so let's just, like, not do it. It doesn't have to be, like, a personal attack on your friends or male family members or whatever. Um, but just standing together to stop it is such a big deal. And it's so weird what you were saying, you know, about three guys in a in a van shouting, get your tits out and things like that, which... You know, I, I, I'm sure there's there's huge, huge amounts of people that have that have behaved like that, and and I, you know, you hope that as a society we're progressive enough to to see that. To, to you know, you'd you'd hope to see that disappear. You know, it was you know, growing up in the the decade that I grew up in in the '80s, it was commonplace that like you know, a flasher. And it was almost like it was a bit funny. It was like, oh, it was just a flash. It was a bloke in a Mac that like flashed someone's willy. It's like that's no, that's not. That's 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 terrifying. That's illegal, uh, and 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 that is, you know, all sorts of wrong. And I think when you, I'm going to put up the stats in a minute. That the stats on people that have been indecently exposed to, um, I mean. Uh, it, it, it's unsolicited pictures on 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 social media. Is that the same? Is that you know? It's still it's it's still something that you're exposing yourself to somebody without consent. I don't know. What what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. I do think that it is the same. It's along the same kind of lines. Like you don't need to do that. What are you doing? Like it's not nice for us we're not flattered by it we don't like it so you're doing it knowing now that we don't like that and we don't want to be spoken to like that and we don't so what excuse have you got other than you actively want to hurt and upset women now that's how I see it and yeah sending pictures dick pics when unless you're asked for it yeah, don't do it. So I've just um, pulled up some information here. As of yesterday, uh, this information was, uh, sorry, day before, was pulled up on the, the 10th of March. Um, investigation found that 90%, sorry, 97% of women aged 18 to 24 have been sexually harassed, uh, with a further 96% not reporting those situations because of belief that it would not change anything. I mean, that's... That's horrifying. That is such... We, we've discussed this percentage, and that is such a small bracket of women, like 18 to 24. And that's 97% of those 18 to 24-year-olds. It's... I mean, and it starts as soon as you're... I had a discussion this morning with one of the school mums who, who said, you know... Um, I used to be walking down the road in my school uniform and she said I had little sparrow's legs. I didn't wasn't, you know, womanly looking. I was quite obviously a child. And people would shout out to me on my way to school. So it starts the very second that you step out the door as a girl or a woman and and it continues. Like it never, it just doesn't stop until you reach an age where I don't know the the perpetrators don't find you targetable 
or you know you stay indoors because you're elderly like it's that that bracket of the 18 to 24 is such a small percentage of people and it's horrifying that 97% of them are experiencing that just looking at those uh, the age brackets there i might be completely completely wrong here but i'd be interested to just get your thoughts on it just looking at that demographic and we're now in a world where you know young people um uh, all people i guess now have such access to da- dating apps you know and, and and obviously we spoke about um you know sort of sexting and and, and things you know on, on social media but but mainly i was going to say pornography and the the complete access to that and the way that in so much of that women are perceived do you think that is having an effect on young people's mindset in regards to sex yeah completely completely there's um there is quite a fair amount of um men that have um porn addictions and sex addictions um, and they physically can't be stimulated um, by a normal sex anymore because they've been exposed to it from such a young age that it just doesn't stimulate them. So then they look for harder and harder and harder por- pornography, and it's all out there. None of it is regulated. Um, I know someone that has recently been put in prison because he worked for a phone company um, and he was accessing um, young women's phones and um, taking pictures that they'd taken of themselves naked and posting them on uh, porn sites so these sites are actively sharing these things that aren't even consensual so it is a it is a massive problem and it needs to be regulated it's a start and just the thought that yeah. you know that, that, that these you know 97 or 96 percent of people that have experienced that almost feel like or do feel like they're not going to be believed or it's not going to be worthwhile to speak to you know the authorities that's yeah I've never once I've never once reported any sexual assault um I've been raped and didn't report it um just because why what there is no point they'll just get away with it um you'll get branded as being a liar um it's just it's just not worth it there's it's made out like you get some sort of reward for like accusing someone of rape so you must be lying because you just out after this reward this like phantom reward that you're supposed to get in but you don't get any of it you don't you don't get anything so there's no point in saying anything that's the sad thing charlie i'm so sad to hear you say that i really am i i, I obviously i didn't know that and and yeah again it just i just find it terrifying how common this is and 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 just that kind of when you've experienced something that must be just a a trauma that that most people will never ever be able to understand to then feel like well I, i can't actually 
say anything because no one will believe me. That 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 breaks yeah. my heart, Charlie. It really does. Yeah, it's something that really damages you. So to get up and have to fight after that that has happened because it is a fight. You can report it to the police, but it's a fight. They're not going to believe you. They're not. Nothing's going to happen. And it, then you, you just bring in more and more like shame and everything else on top of you if you do report it. Um, so yeah, things things need to change. They need to change because that's not right. It's, you just said the word shame there, and I, I just I'm I'm just lost for words. I really I really am. Like how how the you know the the the, the fight shouldn't you know continue after the act no you should be getting support from everyone around you from the police from friends from the perpetrators family like you should be just receiving support but you don't it's it just adds to it just adds to the trauma if you do say anything and then there's a stigma attached to you like you are somehow this like damaged goods walking around and you just think I was all right actually before all this until I wasn't able to prevent someone being sexually violent towards me and and it's all on you that's the thing every every time a woman is raped they're asking when you do report it, if you do report it, what were you wearing? Had you drunk excessively? Were you acting flirtatious? Like all of these things that you shouldn't do if you don't want to be raped, but women are being raped and, and murdered walking down a residential street from their friend's house, wearing all the appropriate clothes, wearing flat shoes. There's nothing you can do as a woman to prevent that happening to you there's nothing that, that that you should do as a woman it's something that men can do <laughs> that's 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 where it starts and stops isn't it it's like it's not yeah it's not on women here it's on men it's on men to not just i, I don't know i don't even know how to phrase it um yeah it's uh yeah it, it's, it's it's something that that men need to be accountable for, and and as, as as we touched upon at the beginning, even if you know you've never done anything like that, you know, use use that comfort in that to to talk out, you know, and and talk to other people about it, and bring attention to to those that that are, you know, that are perpetrators of this, and and. And yeah, just just use use that platform and, and and you know and and peace of mind that you know you are a good human being to 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 to, to put that out there and and and, and speak and, and and raise awareness for for your fellow man, you know. And oh, I'm just so worried. I'm going to try and say this is good. anything I'm saying is coming out wrong, but it's I'm, I promise you, it's it's with the best of intentions and and. Yeah, this is this has been like ridiculously insightful and heartbreaking, uh, and 
you know, I, I can't thank you both enough for, for just saying today, let's, let's switch this up. Let's, you know, we've got something to say. And I think, you know, this is the most important thing, you know, you're ever going to say on a podcast, ever going to say full stop. You know, I think, that, you know, it's so important that you have, you have said this and yeah, I, 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 I don't know what else to add to it. You know, I, I, it's, you know, it's, you know, is there anything else that, that, that you want to say? Um, well, Nina had something to say. Um, she wrote something down and it just kind of sums up the reason why we are here today doing this podcast um, and how how this move, this like last couple of days all started really. So, yeah, I just, um, I, I wanted to put something down because I didn't want it to be like a muddle and, you know, it's, it's so easy to let your emotions and um, your anger just get in the way of putting across like a decent message. Um, but I just wanted to say that as the UK starts to um, ease its restrictions um, and we all start going out and in light of the awful news of Sarah Everard um, that the shocking reality of sexual violence towards women is is going to be on the rise. We're going to be going out, and that's that's half of half of the you know problem, if you will. Um, but approximately eighty five thousand women a year in England and Wales experience rape, offensive rape, or sexual assault, and that is roughly eleven of the most serious sexual assaults every hour. And ninety percent of those who are raped know the person. Uh, so it's not just like some creep waiting for you in alleyways. Um, and as women, we're constantly told not to walk alone, not to go out in the dark, only walk in well-lit areas on residential streets, to know self-defence, wear appropriate clothing, call a friend while you're walking. And the list is endless, but the buck stops with the real and persistent violence against women by male perpetrators. Holding yourself accountable and holding your friends accountable is the absolute bare minimum of human decency. I don't think there's anything else to add to that. I think that's 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 exactly what should have been said. Um, I am going to share as well, um, not on this podcast, I'm going to write it down and add it onto our stories or our message board um, about things that men can do. Um, yeah. there's a lot of like telling them what not to do so like don't rape women <laughs> um yeah but there's a lot of things that you also can do and um, so I'm going to write down a few things that if you do if you are going to fight this and you are like not on the side of rapists um then a bit like these are all the things that you can do okay. moving forward and a bit yeah. of education and if we can also find some um some some helplines to call as well for any women that have yeah. that have experienced something and have been kind of uh moved by by your honesty and bravery today girls to to go and reach out to someone then then I think if we put that in there as well and give people some lines that they can call as well I think that'd be uh, a, a, a wise thing to do um yeah definitely and you can reach out to us as well yeah, we're, we're always them. always around. Girls. Men and women. Thank you so much.
Well, thank you as well. You did well. You said all the right things. You did good. You did good. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.